time I bring up my favorite movie or song, y'all call my shit corny. You act like I don't have no taste and no flavor. I'm a Luddite or some bullshit like that. What kind of particular shit is that? It's the shit I like. That's what I like. That's my type of shit. You know? Don't you know y'all supposed to just say something nice? Showtime. Welcome to the Say Something Nice podcast. Film, TV, and music news and discussions plus reviews of the films, TV shows, and music we've enjoyed, or otherwise, this past week. In addition to our Say Something Nice Challenge, in which we challenge each other to say something nice about the best and worst in pop culture. Be sure to check us out at ssmpodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Acast, Google Play, and TuneIn. Be sure to like and share the show on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where we are under the handle SSM Podcast. And be sure to comment and rate us five stars on iTunes and Stitcher. No double takes, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm not being paid enough. Fuck you. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome. My name is Brandon. This is Ken. This is Ollie. And this, to the shock and surprise of all of us, is the Say Something Nice podcast. <laughs> Hi there. Um, Ali, you're a little low. Is he low? I, I got it. I got him. Am I a little low? Really? Oh, hell. You right there. Turn that air conditioning off so the people at home can hear us. Okay. Set it on like, like, just... Cancel. Keep moving fast enough. Because there's too many cables in my in my way, I can't get up. Your this cable. is zombie apocalypse. We can have to, we can have to put um, just put you in a basket and carry you over the over the um. You're on you're on my cable for the. But yeah, on the cable for my so yeah. Cable. So as you guys can hear, um, we're just trying to get shit back together. It has been fuck since April since we last recorded like a regular episode of the show. Since since like. All the bullshit has happened since April, basically, is why there hasn't been, like, a real new show. Like, me and Ali were covering Atlanta. Uh, and why? I think it takes way too long to um, turn off. Y'all just have to deal with it. I'm going to have to... Um, hopefully, the noise reduction can um, handle it until the air You can turn off. it off. There it is. I did turn it off. It just takes a long time. This new... So, um, also, like, um, so, I moved. Ali is in the, currently in the, in the process of moving, because... He got a house, the bastard. Um, Way to put my shit out there. Okay. Yeah. My whole goddamn life almost fell apart during the spring. Damn near, lo- damn near lost my job and everything like that. All sorts of, you know, crazy shit happened. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just been pretty hectic. Like, um, <laughs> Ken's like, Ken's like, and I've just been sweet sailing. <laughs> I don't know anything about what's going on here. I've just yeah. been chilling. Mm. <laughs> uh, I mean, at least, at least Ken's like, like, like stuff isn't being uprooted and everything. Like my like area still isn't together. I've just been the last two weeks trying to find a desk for this damn office. I was like, let me find a desk so we can start back recording the show and everything, so I can also get back to doing my work. But I still haven't done it yet. I'll take care of it later. It's all good. We're here now. Um, it is Thursday, July the 19th, 2018, and this was a special requested episode Ali wanted to record because um, 
is actually the very beginning of San Diego, San Diego Comic-Con 2018 over in San Diego, California. And because Marvel um, is, you know, high, mighty, and successful and doesn't need the shit, they aren't in attendance at, uh, well, Marvel Studios is in. I think Marvel Comics well, is in there. Most they're going to be there. That's because they're part of Disney, and they'll be at D twenty three instead. There you go. Is D twenty three this year? The, I th- yeah, I thought it was odd years. I don't know why I thought it was. What like, isn't it every year? No, it's every other year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But I guess it's, it's what it is this year. Um, D twenty three's lineup of events for two thousand eighteen. Okay, all right. So they do even. I'm years. looking at it now. So they're gonna have Emily Blunt and them, Mary Poppins returns, and all that shit too. Christopher Robin. Mm-hmm. And Avengers 4, um, allegedly Avengers Endgame, uh, Captain Marvel, and what else come on there? Spider-Man, Far From Home, which isn't the real title, but you know this. So they tell Tom Holland, so he won't tell the real title. I mean, I don't, I don't know much about D23 because um, I'm with something different. Maybe I'm wrong. But anyway, Marvel won't be there. Right. So, yeah, so DC is trying their best to, like, um, gang ground, and so they're showing off a whole bunch of stuff. Um, well, I mean, it's not only that. D- DC has a job of trying to win the fans or win back their fans they've lost, too. Yes. So, and right now, they've got a lot of eggs in their baskets. Yep. They haven't had a movie out since, what was the last DC film out? Justice League. Right. They haven't had a film, <laughs> haven't had a film out since Justice League. Um, which is which, on purpose, I understand. Like, they knew Justice League was coming out of the pipeline that it was going to be shit. And not do shit, so they decided to like like have a nice big wide space between it and Aquaman. Yeah, so I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe that was by design. I don't know, but either way, they have they know they have to come in guns blazing, trying to win over fans as as adroitly and as smartly as possible. Now, I don't know how successful they'll be in that regard, but uh, I mean. They they are doing a really great job. They don't see. They I still feel like they're doing a little bit of fan service just from some of the stuff that I've seen um, from um, that's been coming in like directly into San Diego Comic Con. Uh, namely, like some of the stuff I've been seeing with toys. Like they're I feel like with the toys and toys always give stuff away with the movie, mm-hmm. but they're doing it a little bit too early. Yeah. So. That what basically um, what Ken's referring to is that, like, you know, they're showing a lot of Aquaman toys and merchandise at San Diego, San Diego yeah. Comic-Con. Yeah. And We've already seen um, him rock- rocking the orange uh, chainmail shirt. Yeah, the orange chainmail with, with the green um, tights and the green gloves. Yeah, which, I mean, I mean, there might be more info. I was one... Um, YouTuber, I know she was talking about it, and I didn't. I, she was like, I don't know if she had any kind of spoilery information about when it would come into play in the movie, but I decided not to look at it because I'm like, hmm, if it is or if it isn't, let me just still try to be a little bit surprised because you know stuff like that. Even though it's a little fan service, it's fun fan service. Like, oh, I didn't know they were gonna do that, or uh, if they if they really pull it off, you know. And it doesn't even have to be in there long. It's just that that's you you know Aquaman for his little goldfish costume. Yep. So, yeah, um, the same thing, even though it works, even like it worked on the level of Black Manta's costume, because Black Manta, like the image of Black Manta's costume from um, at the DC booth from San Diego Comic-Con, that thing was awesome. I can't wait for Nigga. the cosplay is that. Nigga, uh, that shit. I, I, 
I, I just I felt a joy in my spirit when I saw that costume. I mean, I can't believe they made the helmet work. <laughs> it is such flames. Love it. Because Ali was like, he went in this whole tirade one night talking about, Brandon, I don't think they should do the helmet. Are they going to actually do that helmet like it is in the cartoon? I don't think it'll work in live action. Is it going to look corny, Brandon? It's not going to work. But it, look, it works now. I mean, <laughs> listen, Ken, I thought that they were... Okay, so for the Young Justice cartoon, they did Black, Black Manta appears in there too. And they they sort of... They didn't give the Black Manta um, helmet those bug eyes. Mm-hmm. So they made the, the, the eyes a little bit um, slanty. I saw... I'm not... I still wasn't a fan. So, but... But this time, but you know, obviously, like you said, they went full on to give you the exact thing that was in the comic book. Comic book. And they made it work because it's just, I think it's the material too. It's the it's the material of the suit and the helmet. They just they just make sense together. Everything, mm-hmm. this is a, a complete look. Yeah. That's actually it's, let's start with this with the beginning. So Monday, today's wait, wait, wait. Wait, we we're kind of getting away a little bit. Why don't we stay, keep it focused? What's, are we talking about San Diego or are we going to talk about that topic we brought up? We're, we're going to talk about, we're going to start with Aquaman since we are talking about Aquaman. Well, let's, let's just, okay, because I was I thought we were just going to focus on the one thing. Uh, we'll get to that. Um, um, there's other things that have vexed um, Alia he wants to address as well. we'll oh, okay. We'll end with um, with that thing, um, the reason why we're here, the reason why we're doing this um, quote-unquote emergency okay. episode. Um, so Monday, the Aquaman teaser poster came out after, because, you know, since Justice League did what it did, they sat on Aquaman pretty much everything for a very long time. They did a feature in Entertainment Weekly a couple, like about a, maybe two or three weeks ago, where they showed the first couple of stills, and that was basically all that we got. And so the first poster came out on Monday is basically Jason Momoa in um, with no shirt on and in uh, leather pants under the water with his um, his five dent, not trident, and like it says, you know, um, home is calling as the caption. And it's got like a whole bunch of um, fish from Getty Images um, <laughs> surrounded. Listen, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> the fish is from Getty. <laughs> wow. um, surrounded him. Um, the poster was wildly maligned. I I said I think it's a good looking image, but it's not communicative enough of the Aquaman universe to people who don't know Aquaman beyond he's the nigga that taught the fish. Which of course he doesn't talk to fish. He mind controls fish, um, which is a bit of a difference. He, he, eh. There are still nuances to that. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. I didn't mind the poster because it's the first poster. Right. It's a teaser. It's, it's a teaser poster. It's focused on the character um, of Aquaman. I don't think it said anything else like beyond who he is, but it gives you an inkling of the movie and the direction. It says, uh, "What coming home? Home is coming. Like home is coming." So. Uh, that's, that's, I don't mind that and it's the same kind of aesthetic they have for the Wonder Woman posters yeah. too so thematically in the DCEU it works um, I, think my I see what you're calling, saying but yeah home is calling is what it is yeah and I see what you're saying about the world building but I want, I think we should, can still give them a little breadth and depth with that because they're probably going to uh, unfold the marketing as a story overall into bringing you into his world a bit um, mm-hmm. now with that said I think you'll probably get. You're probably going to talk about something else yeah. in a minute, so which kind of like defeats a little bit of what I just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you, but you know, um, I just wanted to say that. Yeah, so that I was Monday. Personally, didn't 
I personally saw the trailer. I mean, not the trailer, the poster, this particular poster. And I didn't really feel anything from it. Um, a lot of people looks, felt memes from it. They looks, made. Um, yeah, it looks like as if he's in front of the glass of an aquarium. The, the Georgia Aquarium is what I said. But James uh, Wan pointed out on Twitter that you don't look wet when you're underwater because you're underwater. I don't need him to look wet. I need him to look like he's underwater. And it doesn't look like he's underwater at all. It just it looks like he's standing in front of an aquarium glass. Um, also, if all of the this looks like a lot of um, creatures, but it really isn't. It's just killer whales, great white sharks, a couple of har- hammerheads, a few stingrays, and a turtle or two. Right. So just that, multiplied a, um, a lot. Yeah, a lot of clone and stamp. Um, so that was Monday, Tuesday. Um, I think it might be Monday night, actually. Den of Geek, which is a website, they have a uh, supplement, a SDCC supplement that they released, and it has exclusive Aquaman artwork on it. And I'll be damned if it's not the poster that I wanted. You know, like, um, oh, me, me and Ken already talked about this, you know, like, Ken is like it as much because it's, it's the infamous superhero movie um, figures and heads um, set up where you have Aquaman, you have Mary, you have Ocean Master, Black Manta, pretty much everybody in all the different tribes of um, Atlantis sort of kind of all on the poster. And they're offering as a poster by itself at San Diego Comic-Con as well. And I was like, well, and that one went over a lot better with people who, everybody who clowned the first poster and tried to put Find an Emo and shit and a little and aired a Little Mermaid into the first one, they liked the second one a lot better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> I mean, I just didn't care for it because I thought it was too much and not enough at the same damn time. Um, I mean, it's nice. I will not. I will not say it's not a bad. Po- I will not say it's a bad poster. And I mean, a bad. Well, it's a cover to a, a book, and I don't think it's bad at any regard. But I prefer the first one. I just think this one, like, it's just like we're gonna throw everything at you. You know? Yeah, I agree. It looks like it's just too much. Just. It just dial that back. It's, it's too much, right? And it's, and it's, we um Kim mentioned the merchandise, and there's like displays over like the booths and stuff like that that show you know Jason Momoa in the traditional Aquaman outfit, like you know like are signs. You, are and you stuff. talking about the exhibits? Yeah, the exhibits. Okay, and then like, well, they, these exhibits are actually going to be actual toys. Yeah, yeah, and then like of course the uh, costumes are on display, and Ali has some issues with the um, mirror costume. Yeah. Would you like to tell the audience? Can, um, can can you help me understand why Mera needs needs uh, high? Um, was it those platform heels underwater? Because she doesn't need the ankle support. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Fine, valid. Fine. Fuck, that's good. That's goddamn good. Fine. I don't understand why you need those. I am. Okay, let me give you this. Hold on. I love it. She is swimming. Everybody else has either web toes or some web um, footwear, but no, no mirror. Mirror's gonna be. She's gonna be just galloping. Well, all over the season. We didn't want John to complain about her having wearing flats in the movie. So <laughs> really? that's why they did it. Okay. Very good. Right. 
so that's Aquaman. The first trailer will be shown on Saturday during the after the Hollywood presentation. During the Hollywood presentation, and then put online immediately afterward. Okay, so before you move, keep on moving on. They also showed artwork of um, one of the creatures that are going to be in the movie. It's um, a giant sea dragon. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Entertainment Weekly put out the still the giant um, sea dragon with Ocean Master riding it. Um, mm-hmm. It is it is rightfully scary, ferocious looking. I would not want to mess with anybody who's riding a giant sea dragon. Um, what did you think, guys? I liked it. Um, the the um, shady-ass social media manager at EW said, take a look at Aquaman's massive sea dragon. Uh, uh, sis, I know what you was doing. <laughs> so, you know, so clearly it's it's a bit of a, you know, was it a measuring contest right here? It's like, oh, look at yeah. mighty sea dragon. Sea dragon measuring contest. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So that's Aquaman, of course. So now moving on to, of course, uh, <laughs> to Shazam, the movie I never thought these niggas would actually make. Mm-hmm. They have not only made it, but they are showing photographs from it now. Okay. Um, so he do- so actually, Zachary Levi in his... Listen, if I call him Captain Marvel, y'all just have to deal with me. Y'all know him. So when I say Captain Marvel, talking about DC, I mean Shazam. And if I talk about Captain Marvel, Marvel, I, I thought mean you said that we, we shouldn't. Wait, I thought you said we shouldn't be arguing about that and that no, we, should we shouldn't be. Call him. We should call him Shazam, but I may slip up and call him Cat because listen, the costume is bright, technicolor red and yellow. Like it's hard for me because I'm used to like in the comments where they sort of kind of scaled the colors back a little bit when they did the New Fifty Two Shazam thing. But the nigga looks like CC Bet drew him. <laughs> like so, it's gonna be so. If I slip up, just uh, it's my my head, not my heart. Whatever the, whatever is the phrase is. But yeah, so Zachary Levi is on the cover of EW's um, Comic Con special thing, and they have a couple of early stills from the movie in there. So it's the first one they released was of him and Freddie Freeman um, drinking a soda after they. It's it's a scene out of the uh, New Fifty Two origin story where. They go. They're trying to score a beer from a convenience store, but they end up uh, end up stopping a um, uh, store robber. And so that scene's from there. And then the second one is of um, when he first gets his powers, and um, Freddy's touching touching the lightning bolt, which sounds dirty when I say it over the uh, <laughs> 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 um, but the lightning bolt has a practical life. And the third one is in the um, I don't know if they released it yet, but it's in the um, magazine where he's just punched the wall for the first time. He's like, oh, I can. On his face, you know. Um, so we got to see like a good, uh, and then there's one more of Billy Batson of Asher Angels, Billy Batson, um, when he first moves in and he's meeting Freddie Freeman for the first time. And Freddie Freeman apparently is a comic book nerd and a superhero nerd because, of course, their world superheroes are real. So he's got like all this memorabilia from the other DCEU films. Like there's like a Time magazine about the Man of Steel when the um, when Zydnam came down. He's got Batman figures and a Superman hats, uh, comic books, and he's showing Billy Bassett he has an authentic bullet that bounced off Superman's chest with a certificate of authenticity inside the bomb the bag. So I know people were like, is it going to be in DCE? I was like, well, yeah, it is. Um, so a lot of people have complained about the outfit, about first the padding. And I feel like people, because when I saw Justice League I, and when I saw BVS, I kind of rolled my eyes a lot when Superman and Batman were on the screen because I don't know if anybody else knows, but they were padded just as bad. 
Henry Cavill is not a person who's not in shape, but they put some goddamn uh, Lou Ferrigno Tiki Barber sized uh, thighs into his um his costume and expect me to believe that that's how big his legs actually are. You don't you don't want you don't want Superman to be T H I C C. Sure, but I mean, you know, I know it also about just the way he was walking, and you can tell he didn't weigh that much. Um, so this is me. Like all their padding is obvious to me. Okay, now talk about now talk about Batman. Well, Batman was fat, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's, it's mean because Bat because you know Brad Ben Affleck was having like a nervous breakdown and shit. And he was in rehab when then they called for reshoots, and the niggas fat in the movie. Stop it. <laughs> so, I'm, that's what happened. I'm, I'm saying facts. Mind you, just say he's overweight. It's like he was going through a rough time, and then a the motherfucker was fat. <laughs> That's how you sound. That's right. That's right. You kept. right. You right. You right. I apologize, Mister Affleck. Hello, doctors, my old friend. Um, <laughs> and that nigga was fat. <laughs> she was big. Ooh, not thick, but fake. Yeah. But the funny thing about Zachary Levi's Shazam outfit is I like, I actually like everything, pretty much everything about it. I like that now that we actually see what the actual boots look like, the ones that you actually see in the movie versus the stunt boots that he used on the set. Boots. Stunt boots. Like, I like the whole look of the whole thing, the texture, the, the color that is, you know, bright red and bright yellow, and that you sort of kind of their whole world is like a little bit cartoony, like a uh, do they, old do faucet. Do shoes glow too? The shoes don't glow. In the comics, they glow, but in the in this one, it's gonna be his his um his brace his um well they used to be Captain Bands. They're not anymore. He's not Captain Marvel. They're his bracelets and his um lightning bolt light up. And then of course in post they'll be putting you know the little lightning crackles and stuff onto it as necessary. Okay. Um, I understand there's a teaser trailer they're gonna show on Saturday. I'm like these niggas work fast. They just stopped. They just finished that shit in May. In, uh, May. And I know that Zachary Levi and all them kids are coming to um, uh, San Diego mm. um, to be part of the um, of the presentation. So, so we're we're gonna do the same thing we've done for the past couple of times. We've seen a DC trailer, right? We're gonna we're gonna applaud the effort. <laughs> Then we're going to wait. We're going to wait with bated breath for the actual movie. Yeah, the trailers are oh. always good. Really? Are they? Well, my man. Right, it's not over yet. That one was kind of, but <laughs> but usually the trailers are good. That Suicide Squad trailer, that shit was phenomenal. You gotta admit that. Oh, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, but it pretty much stole oh, the formula of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep, that's why and perfected it. Yep, and it's and so- then they and then they tried to make the movie like the trailer. Yeah, they actually hired the um the trailer like the um the ad agency to cut the movie. That was a bad idea. Yeah. And it's so funny watching people because, you know, like who've never read Shazam because, I mean, to be fair, it's been in and out of print since 1973. Like, um, and just watching people like, is it supposed to be funny? I don't get it. Because the cover, of course, is Zachary Levi chewing bubblegum and on his um phone playing Angry Birds or something. Because they're trying to stress do that. Still, do people still play Angry Birds? What what do the kids play now on the phone? What's the what's the hot game on the phone? Hmm, I don't know. Anybody got kids? <laughs> we don't got no kids. <laughs> Man, whatever the kids play, that's what he's playing on his on the phone. 
He's on Snapchat. He's on Snapchat. Oh, dear God. Poor kid. Um, <laughs> and it's like Ali was like, because, you know, he's a foster kid. He was like, they got they got iPhone X money in that foster home? <laughs> Should adopt me. <laughs> Ali better behaved than Billy Batson. Um, he is a street kid, so, you know. Oh, he might have boosted it. Probably stole it. Stunts and yeah. shows. <laughs> Billy like, you probably, it's probably like Billy Batson was talking to somebody like you got some games on your phone <laughs> and then he just turned into like Captain Marvel so he could walk away with it <laughs> in the comic Freddie Freeman actually is a pickpocket like he randomly steals stuff and he helps out he like forges tests and stuff for the kids at school mm. maybe Freddie got it for him um, but yeah, speaking of Shazam, uh, so today actually DC had their, um, DC Comics had their panels and they gave Jeff Johns his own panel, mm-hmm. um, where he announced a bunch of his projects, including he's doing a Stargirl show for DC streaming, more on that later. Um, and he's doing a new Shazam comic with, um, Dale Eaglesham as the artist. Uh, um, I understand they were trying to hold for Gary Frank, but Doomsday Clock being delayed to hell and back sort of kind of, you know, messed that up for him. So they got Dale instead. And the cover has been released. Have you seen it yet, Ken? Yeah, I've seen it. Um, and it's the Shazam kids, or what the Shazam family in their superhero forms, uh, riding a, um, was supposed to be a magic roller coaster to the Rock of Eternity. I like the cover, but I also think it kind of, I mean, I think it probably sets the tone for the series. But at the same time... Which one is um, that, Ken? Huh? Which one is that, Ken? I'll get there. (laughs) Go ahead, Ken. Anyway, I like it, but at the same time, I mean, I feel like your first cover, it should have, Shazam kind of gets lost in all those kids. Even though he's front and center, it's kind of like, um, I don't know, he just kind of gets lost to me. Even though I, I understand that it's setting up the idea that you're gonna, it's going to be more than just, you know, focused on him. It's going to be Shazam plus the Shazam family, which Jeff Johns loves writing characters who have families. Yeah, it's going to be a Attach- team book. Yeah. I think the cover is just a, I don't know, it's a little bit, not enough caption, cap. <laughs> Too much of um, all these other guys. Even though I think it'll be good, you know? Yeah. Apparently, he said, like, sort of got the inspiration. Like, they'll be going to different, like, realms through using their powers because they don't know how their powers work. And so it'll be, like, the Phantom Toll Booth is the inspiration, he says, for the series. And that uh, Mr. Mind will show up in Talkie Tiny and all the other, you know, uh, uh, Shazam trappings. Ali, um, when I showed it to him, had a very immediate visceral reaction to it. Would you like to tell the audience why? Why she gotta be in the back? Because <laughs> she's the youngest. <laughs> so in the cover, for those who haven't seen it, um, um, Darla Dudley, you know, the youngest member of the Shazam family and the black one, um, is on the back. Like, she's not sitting in the back of the roller coaster, but she's rather, she's like, sort of kind of like standing and sort of kind of surf on board riding on top of her chair. And then uh, Eugene, who is Asian, who's Korean, is back there with her on the back row. And um, Pedro's in front of them. Um, and so Ali immediately took note that the odd minorities were sitting in the back yeah. of the uh, they roller be, coaster. Right? <laughs> but aren't most of them minorities? <laughs> Are they, though? Well, uh, Freddie Freeman's disabled. 
And Mary's not a minority, but you know, uh, she is a woman. She, she's a woman. I mean, Billy's the only able-bodied cisgendered white guy in the whole entire thing, so. To be fair. All right. <laughs> but I black women you, always gotta come up last. I always I told you Rosa Parks because she she did her thing. She didn't do it for this. Because that woman got those. that woman got harassed. She did. <laughs> she got harassed. I want you to do my surgery entertainer thing because you know I I don't agree with that sentiment and I don't want anybody being offended. I want Jesse Jackson and Al Sharpton trying to get us shut down like they try to get Barbershop One shut down. Um, but yeah, so we'll see. With the only thing about the whole the all the Shazam reveals, which you know my little heart has been heavy all the shit. We haven't seen an official picture of the family yet. That's really what I'm waiting for. You want to see the kids together in their in their um, the kids their and um, Cooper Andrews and and um, right. um, Martin Milan's who in plays their sort them of on. their homebody outfits. Yeah, because I want to see they gave um, Eugene and Darla their glasses. I want to see that. I want to see what the house looks like. Well, no, right? They wouldn't do that, right? No, they might. Yeah, but does not play up to stereotypes for Eugene, especially. So they would toss that. That's a that's a huge stereotype. We'll see. <laughs> just toss that. Toss that all. He's already the smart Asian kid. Like, don't do that. Don't don't slap glasses onto him. Don't do that. Oh my god. <laughs> and don't make Darla the annoying, precocious black girl who can't shut up. That's. Do that. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say she's annoying, but she is a precocious black girl who who doesn't shut up. So don't slap glasses on. Like, don't do that. No. Yeah, you're doing too much. It's chill fall. Those things were of the those things were back when it was okay to just throw these these bad stereotypes on people. Now you can be you can look however you want to, and then you can act however ironically people think you should be you should be um compared to your appearance. So yeah. Come on, representation. Pretty much. <laughs> Speaking of representation, I noticed yeah. that I brought up the fact that. Pedro's transformation in the comic books. Well, well, we we can't address that yet. Hold that till hold. You gotta hold that for nine months. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, you gotta hold that for nine months. Um, any other? And of course, they're gonna show some Wonder Woman, uh, nineteen eighty four stuff. I've actually been trying to avoid a little bit of the spoilery stuff for that. We like we're showing Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. They never showed her as Cheetah. They just showed her in her homebody. Oh yeah, I, I, I saw her in in her um, in her uh, Laverne and Shirley uh, special at the uh, museum. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, slip that in there. <laughs> she liked Laverne and Shirley. She did. Hot and Pepper Incorporated. Um, but yeah, I think that's all the DC movie news. Oh, they announced their star production on that Solo Joker movie, which um, comes out a month before Wonder Woman. Yeah, well. And here's the thing. Um, a month is a, is like core, like the bare minimum you can separate to like quote unquote major releases in, in like a schedule. Uh, I I think they should they need at least have a two month air breath. Like just I just don't see them being able to properly market both movies. Well, here's the thing. Um, so their Joker movie they're making. Todd Phillips is the director. Um, Scorsese was supposed to be a producer, but he's not anymore. Martin Scorsese, but it's gonna be a smaller movie and it's gonna be rated R. Yeah, it's like it's got like a budget like fifty or sixty thousand. Fifty-five, which is 
above average for a drama, but below average for a superhero film, which will give you some indication of sort of kind of where it's going to fall visually. But they are making it primarily because, you know, they signed Joaquin Phoenix. They want to get him an Oscar for playing the Joker. Like they got um, Heath Ledger, except they want to keep him alive while he does it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it has to come out realistically. It has to come out like October, November, somewhere in there. And since Wonder Woman comes out November the 1st and they're not moving it for anything, uh, either they put it out October, the first week of October like they're doing right now or they put it out like dead on Christmas, which I think, I don't know if like a violent Joker crime drama works on Christmas Day as a release. So that's sort of the dilemma where they, with that, but I don't feel like the, I feel like the audience, even though they're both DC films, quote unquote, or DC based films, the audiences don't overlap for those movies that much because the vast majority of people going to see Wonder Woman either can't go see the Joker movie or won't go see the Joker movie. Mm-hmm. Like they either won't care to or they will be too young to actually go see it on their own because it's going to be rated R and it's going to be violent yeah. and shit. I mean, I don't mind that. Uh, what I'm saying is I don't see them having the proper resources to properly do both. To do both? Like, I mean... Marketing-wise. They're Warner Brothers. They're... And? They can do that. It's a matter of, I guess, of if they'll do... If they if they'll do it, I guess is what you're asking. I don't... I mean, could they possibly do it well? Yes. Do I see them doing it well? No. Well, because, like, I mean, they do... I mean, this year, I mean, I know they're not... They're not both DC films, but they have Creed 2 comes out on the, on Thanksgiving, and then Aquaman comes out four days before Christmas. They're we, not in the same genre. They're not in the same genre, they're, but they're both like, they're both Warner Brothers. I mean, Joker and Wonder Woman aren't in the same drama. This Joker and this okay. Wonder Woman movie aren't in the same genre. Okay, I see what you're saying, but both films share a same core audience. Us, uh, I, was, it, it's, I think the comic book movie audience, well... For DC films. I agree it's more diverse, and I'd say you'll have some different people, but I think there's a lot of overlap there. I, I think you can't deny there's an overlap between the audiences who love comics. Yeah, I, I mean... Uh, but what, and, I, and, but even, and I think you can't deny that I don't... Besides the core audience, I see a problem just with having the right marketing re, uh, marketing teams, no matter, um, despite the movies, that are probably focused on DCU and not probably... You know, this is a different beast for them because they're both probably going to be tapping the same resources. Let's face it, they're going to be tapping the same resources for people to see these movies. Wonder Woman might have a little bit of an edge, but I, I, but I see them actually throwing more money at Wonder Woman because number one, they're spending more money on Wonder Woman. Um, Way more. I, I just, I just, I just see it getting overshadowed. I just don't. I think you need more of a, um, a like, a, 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 you know, you need more time between the two films. I, I see what you're saying by they're going to attract two, two different types of people. Uh-huh. But I do see, I just see the Joker movie getting lost in the shuffle. It'll Even though it's a smaller movie, I just, you know, I don't see it being properly marketed or getting that the potential in marketing dollars or audience that it should get um, because of this. It's it's continue, even though they're, they're, you know, diametrically different, if you think about it, they're still comic book properties. And they're still, in some instance, going to be marketed and looked at the same and going for the same dot. Uh, I mean, I think you have enough time to get different dollar amounts, but I think you overall, I think you're going to be going for the same people in a certain sense. Um, I just don't see the Joker movie faring well out of all of this. Yeah. 
I, Especially when Scorsese's name is no longer wanted. Yeah. Joaquin, you got, basically, you want to get Joaquin uh, uh, um, an award for playing the Joker. That's what you're trying to do. So maybe you might achieve that, but I don't, beyond that, eh. Yeah. I feel like what they should do, what they might do, I don't know if they actually do it, um, is give the Joker movie marketing stuff, give that to the team that runs the Oscar campaigns regularly. Don't, and then let Wonder Woman be done by, like, you know, like the mainline people. Um, that way, you will basically, you know, they'll be separated and they'll be pitching it, movie towards two separate audiences. Like, as far as the actual box office is, is concerned, I think they're far enough apart, which is fine. Unless Joker is so goddamn good, it becomes like Black Panther and just doesn't go away. That's when it becomes an issue. Because, you know, Disney didn't expect Black Panther to... to Stay as long as it did to where it did sort of kind of like it it dented uh wrinkling time a little bit box office wise. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Nigga. Mm-mm. Don't do Ava like that. Um but I see what you're saying. Um I'm wondering like how they'll stratify that. Cause I feel like the Joker movie. It might get lost in the mainstream shuffle, but if it's actually as good as they want it to be, which heaven help them, because um, I don't, I don't, I'm not a Todd Phillips fan, I, but you know, already know this. Um, then laughing hangover once. I did. I laughed once when Mike Epps got out that drunk. Well, oh, and then, <laughs> yeah, Brady, you, you, and the part you laughed at pissed me off. <laughs> You're gonna you gonna laugh at the most like at the part where the cops like, oh no, you didn't, and the white cop goes behind it, like the the black woman cop. Oh no, you didn't. Like that's the part you laughed at at the film. You did not like the hangover at all. That kills me. <laughs> I, I just I'm sorry. I don't it just it didn't move me. I haven't seen War Dogs. I understand people people like War Dogs. We'll see. Um but I mean to me, he has a big old hill to climb with uh this solo joker movie. Oh, I agree, but I don't, the fact that you you were like, yeah, I don't like Todd Phillips because you didn't like The Hangover, and I'm just like you. That's because you just have some different type of humor shit. Yeah, going I, on. I, you know I like cornball shit. You know how I am. I I, I, just, I stand up. How, wait a minute. How do you not like the cornball shit in The Hangover? Because it it was like frat boy cornball. Like it wasn't like I don't know. It was just like it. I, I just couldn't. But I don't even like frat boy stuff, and I love the hangover. I love the first hangover. Maybe I need to give it another another try. One of these old. No, don't. <laughs> no, don't. I mean, I actually the hangover. I enjoyed the hangover so much. I think I saw it in theaters four times. Really? I think I saw it with you like the third time. That was a good movie, Brandon. <laughs> I'm being attacked <laughs> from all sides. From all sides. <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, yeah, so that's, I think, all their theatrical stuff. And, of course, this week. It's this weekend, right? Teen Titans go to the movies, it comes out? I can't remember. I'm not Probably. sure. Yeah, I think it's the... It's not this weekend, it's next weekend. It's, but it's one of these two weekends. And that shit actually looks like it's going to be funny. Uh, I don't know how well that that stylized limited animation would translate to the big screen for however long the movie is, 90 minutes or so. But at least... I am no, I just... At least the shit's going to be funny. I'm sure it's going to be funny. Uh, so the main... The reason why we're here... Uh, so today, finally, um, Warner Brothers announced the DC Universe streaming service. Like, basically, they they started their pitch for it because they actually have a kiosk at SDCC, and they're letting people sort of kind of test an early beta version of it. Um, 
basically what it is, it's very similar to Boomerang, which we talked about on the show before, where, you know, it's a streaming service for mostly video content. But with the DC service, they've added two extra modules to it. So in addition to uh, being able to access both new and catalog DC-based movies and TV shows, you'll have access to a selected curation of DC Comics, which they have will be reformatting so they can fit into a viewer that works across phones, tablets, and on TV. Um, which is why it's curated, I guess, because they had to go in and remaster every like issue they put into it. Uh, and they also have a message board thing, which I don't know how I feel about that. DC message boards. I remember the old ones on their old website. Ooh, Lord. Uh, they can get, you can get a little bit, you know, uh, rank in that. Let's just say that. Uh, but even though it's not DC Unlimited like I want it, because Lord knows trying to read old like scans of adventure comics from the 70s and 80s with the shit turning almost yellow, it, sometimes it could not be fun if you don't find a good scan. But I'm willing to see what it's like, what they were they're providing. And hopefully they can like expand something um, grander later on with that. And at, the real reason I want to get it though is for the catalog stuff. Like, uh, you know, they have George Reeves' Adventures of Superman TV show from the 50s is on there. Linda Carter, Wonder Woman is going to be on there in HD. Uh, Batman the Animated Series is going to be on there in HD. Superman 1, 2, and I think 3 are going to be on there. Uh, what else was on the Super Friends? All the Super Friends shows are gonna be on there. Uh, Max Flash or Superman from the '40s is on there, but that's in public domain. You can see that any goddamn where. Uh, and uh, the reason why John, well, John has it's the on DVDs. the Marvel app. Is it on the Marvel app? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, yeah, because because you can do you can watch it in English. I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> um, the was was gonna say um, Lois and Clark the. New Adventures of Superman from the 90s, which is how I got into Superman in the first place. Um, that is on there. I haven't seen that show in years. I wonder how it holds up. Uh-huh. Uh, starring Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but they also, of course, have announced new shows that they're producing for the streaming service exclusively. Um, ones that are still in the pipeline include Swamp Thing, uh, Doom Patrol, uh, animated... Uh, R-rated Harley Quinn animated show, season three of Justice League called—I mean, not Justice League, Young Justice called Young Justice Outsiders, which they the push- one thing everybody's been waiting on that they pushed back to 2019. That's Pretty much, which, which really should have been the lead-in for this. Just like, like it's just so obvious. Yeah, like I looked and like they're doing 26 episodes. I'm like, are y'all gonna put them all up at once, or is it gonna be like 13, 13? If it's 13, 13, y'all should put that shit up now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know who told them they need, that needed that many goddamn episodes. That's what I want to know. By the time, by the time they release it, people gonna be so mad. <laughs> we gonna be, we gonna be, we gonna be getting AARP cards and an email people, at the same time announcing that they finally put the shit up. People are just so mad, fed up that they might even decide that it's not worth it at that point. Right? They might be over it. Yeah, they might be over it by that point. You should lead with the strongest thing. And Ken is right. It should be justice, um, Young Justice Outsiders. You know, people have been wanting young, more Young Justice for well, years. You know why it's not, why it's taking so long? It's animated. And animated shows have like a pretty far out lead time. They started producing it, what, early this year? No. 
No, the actual they actually started production early this year, didn't they? But I know they announced it a long time ago. But from what I under when I saw from when the stuff you sent me, like the artists and stuff, they didn't get to work until like January. So that means the full episode won't be done till like September. This is ridiculous. Fine. <laughs> uh, but the main thing that they showed today. And the reason, the main reason that, you know, here, they show the first trailer for the brand new uh, Titans live action show produced by Greg Berlanti, who produces all the shows for the CW and Jeff Johns. And Ken was one who posted it in the group. In the States of a Nice uh, podcast group, please join if you're listening. Uh, and I, nigga, what are they doing? <laughs> I actually have an answer for that, but we'll get our reactions out first. So it opens up with... Uh, Do you have the trailer open right now? We ain't going to watch it on the air. No, but... You need it open so you can reference you, stuff? No, so you can reference what you're talking about. Okay. Because you you can't remember um, the beat for beat. You have to... Oh, yeah. Let me make sure I do that. Um, <laughs> so that we can get uh, it accurate. But yeah, so it opens up with, um, with um, Raven... Um, from sort of kind of, I don't know if she's exploring dreams or whatever it is, because I don't think they, but she's... It's a dream sequence. Yeah. yeah she sees, like, the um, the Flying Grayson's um, exhibit, of course. On a digital, like, exhibit? Uh, what exhibit? Like Ex- Exhibition. Exhibition, thank you. <laughs> and it, But it's like, it is the cheapest thing ever. The way it opens up. It's yeah. kind of like, it's, it's just like everything's gray and foggy, and you see the banner from the Flying Graysons on a digital board. Okay, to their credit, Ken, nowadays they make really good quality cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even cardboard. That's no, the no, thing. No, you, you see, it's, it's lit up like there, right there. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about the, the, um, the digital light-up sign. I guess. That's somebody did in After Effects. <laughs> I, 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 I don't it was it you don't op- you opened it with the cheap sign like that cheapness okay well, I mean it like funny thing about like the quality of the effects since it's not even on actual TV I wasn't expecting much from the actual effects I actually they actually look better than I thought they would look okay um that's nice <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry when you have you when you have when you have a show that's low budget, you lean into your budget. You don't try to like you don't just say, Well, that's all we got. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't got no more. Yeah, you get and you also, you know, get creative shit. Right. And she of course meets Robin says, You don't I mean, how much did it cost to go to Office Depot and get some fake posters of the Flying Graysons? You could have taken like some old comic book images and, and like printed out some pretty decent posters to make it even look like make a small set that looks like or something or Something more imaginative than her walking into the center of a ring with no audience. Just this dark, desolate thing that's supposed to represent a circus. Like a bad blue screen. Oh. There you go. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Tell him why you're mad, Ken. <laughs> and then, like, because, you know, she meets Rob, meets uh, Dick Grayson, rather. And then we see him, um, I guess, in his, well, I guess his apartment someplace. And he's, he, got, he's a cop. Uh that's what it looks like. He's a cop. He's clearly a, a detective or some kind of. He's in law enforcement. Oh lord, Jesus. right. He's definitely in law enforcement. Right. And then we get a scene of him um, angry throwing his his R um, uh, ninja star, his R shaped. I don't know what you call it. It's a projectile, 
and he throws and hits the wall. And so it, we'll see him go and fight some bad guys. And this fight is it's it's kind of brutal. He's fucking these dudes up. Kind of hardcore. Stepping on the face and stuff like that. And it's like, where's Batman? And then he says the line that has broken the internet for the day. Fuck Batman. But the whole scene right there was bad. Like, I was watching a, uh, somebody doing a review of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it was even worse when people slowed down. Because you it's so dark, you can't see what's going on. Exactly. You don't even know. All I just saw, I mean, it's supposed to be, oh, so... So so violent and so um you know it, it's really, it's supposed to make you see just how visceral the actual crime fighting is. I understand that. I don't know what they were going for, but it was executed poorly because I can't tell what's happening. I can see shadowy bodies moving or getting moved, and I can mm-hmm. see gunfire, but I don't exactly know what cool things Robin is doing mm-hmm. in this scene. And I think it was supposed to depict that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's the idea. But you know, he he throw you know he shoots a grappling hook into somebody's back, which is something. So that that's what that was. Okay. What Dick Grayson would never do. And then he turn he uses like he turns like one of the guys around, and and uses their gun against the other guys. Batman only Jason Todd uses guns, not Dick Grayson. Hell, even well, um, Damien just started using guns recently. But this has Damien graduated, Dam- graduated from middle school yet? My God in heaven! Damien Damien is the son is the grandson of Ra's Al Ghul. I know he's the an son assassin. of the Stallion of Talia Al Ghul, who run the League of Assassins. You think that little nigga don't know how to use a gun? <laughs> Just, I, I can't stand that little nigga. I'm sorry, I can't stand Damien. Uh, he gets on my uh, nerves. <laughs> so so basically, yeah. So already. A lot of fans out there, you know, are feeling like as if um, this this version of Dick Grayson is just is is doing not, a lot. It's not canon. It doesn't feel like the kind of it's not doesn't feel like the the path that Dick Grayson would take. What? Uh, well, these are actions Dick Grayson wouldn't take. Jason Todd might, right? But Dick Grayson, it, this is not doubt of character for him. Right. Even though in the comics he's had falling outs with Batman, but he's not. Of her. course, and that was part of his storyline with the Titans. It wasn't this extreme. Yeah, like, well, I'll get to, I'll get to, because and he wouldn't take out his anger on Batman on other people like this. Yeah, fuck Batman. It's like they mentioned Batman. It's like it's it's like the motherfucker said Martha. <laughs> When the shit started, it starts with a disclaimer. It says, the following trailer is rated TVMA. What you're about to watch contains explicit la- which, language. Which seems like a parody in itself. Yeah, violence. It may not be suitable for viewers under 18. Viewer discretion is strongly advised. It's a goddamn Teen Titans trailer. Why is it hey, viewer wow. description? Wait, I told well, somebody said the Somebody said the le- it's probably legally they'd had to do that. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know they had to put that, but why? why? And, why was it, and why did that title screen look so generic? Like it didn't even look like your usual TVMA thing. That's why I was it looked, telling oh, him. It's not on that's TV. Why that's why. I was like, telling him. but it says TVMA. I, I, I know. <laughs> the, the TV ratings are actually administered by some sort of organization, so that they have actual, like you know, like official logos and shit for them. They're is they They couldn't have borrowed the one from HBO. Shit. I don't know. They should have just said mature audiences on, um, only or whatever like that instead of saying TVMA. Because it's not it's not even on TV. So it's not a TVMA. Right. So, so how could you say TVMA, Brandon? Like, if, if that's owned by, you know, a certain corporate, like, you know, issued officially, they shouldn't even use that statement. It does the whole thing looks fucking bootleg. <laughs> From beginning to end. Rooter to tutor. 
Yeah, and we also we saw very quick glimpses of um, of Beast Boy and Starfire. Now, I I, I saw also their like still photos. Like, so we know we well, a long time ago. I don't know if we ever addressed that on the show. I think we might have addressed like what we talking about Atlanta. Um, they got some like some you know bootleg set photos of, of both um, Beast Boy and um, I think his name is Ryan. Choi, Ryan Choi is the Adam. What's this boy's name? Let me get his name. But um, Anna Diop is the um um actress who plays uh Starfire, and of course she is a black woman. And Shout out to her being just added to uh what you call it film Us. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Uh, yeah. And so the internet did what the internet usually does, and they call her everything but a child of God for daring to not look like the uh, white passing. Um, orange uh, alien that's in their comic books um, and wondering what her outfit was about. Because apparently she's wearing the outfit she's wearing. Though, cause somebody has seen somebody seen the pilot and they say the pilot is actually good. We'll see because they're doing a lot. Um, they, they say that she's like on her way from a disco where she's try, been trying to fit in because people are dressed weird there and she doesn't know what, because you know she's an alien. Uh, Ryan Potter is the actor who plays Beast Boy. Um, I know a lot of people were angry because they did they um both Beast Boy and Starfire don't have on like their you know Starfire skin isn't orange and Beast Boy skin isn't green, but like you know like hair is sort of kind of like making up for that for for dumbness like, but we only see them like very quickly and somebody pointed out we don't see Beast Boy actually turn into an animal. I guess somebody's computer crashed, or maybe he they, somebody was maybe the that they finished. didn't have the budget for it, so he'll probably use his powers. A la Vixen, where he doesn't actually change into the animals, but he, like, you just see the outline of him using the, that animal's power. Or what you would see, maybe, is you see um, the silhouette on a wall of, of his human body changing into if a he, If you see a silhouette of a gorilla, I would die. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would fall out. I was what kids say. I do. Uh, if it's what you said, I will run out of this house. <laughs> that's exactly, you know what they're going to do? Because you said yourself, they said they don't have the budget. So they're going to have to come up with creative ways to show animals. That's not right? creative. That's it. Or, or, or you'll see him show up like on cat, on animals that are easy to get or borrowing it from another like drama on set. Like, you know, he'll turn into a tabby cat like 20 million times. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Listen, he'll look just like... He'll turn to he'll, Salem. He'll look like, exactly like <laughs> Sophia. I was about to say Salem. My God. <laughs> He will look just like Salem. <laughs> Animatronic cat. <laughs> really quick aside, they're also advertising the new Sabrina show for Netflix at um at um San Diego Comic Con as well. Uh mm-hmm. which we'll see what that's like. It's supposed to be like super horror nine thousand. Uh, but yeah, and also we see really quickly we see do we see Hawk and Dove? I just saw Dove in the trailer. We saw both. Yeah, and so I didn't realize it, but uh, when I was watching the video where they slowed things down, there's a guy getting hit by a bat by two different people. Uh-huh. That's Hawk. Oh. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, that's Hawk getting beat up. And, yep. and, and we see Dove hit somebody. Somebody's like, was it you who said, like, she don't do that shit because she's like the avatar of peace and love and shit. And Hawk's the, Hawk's the one who's the violent one. Right. Now, if Hawk's get, I can see her being a little more, like, aggressive if, if Hawk's in danger. But I don't see her breaking people's fucking noses like that and like slicing through their Achilles, like like leaving them perfect, permanently like deformed Damaged. and shit like she's, that. No, she's and she's a, supposed to be the much smarter of the two. She, she, you know, she's the brains, he's the brawn. That's how things are supposed to work. Right. So that 
so she seems like she's written very um, out of um, character. Look, out of character. Everybody in this series is just fed up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> everybody in this series is fed up. <laughs> Everybody's like, fuck justice. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, during Jeff, Jeff Johns actually debuted the trailer during his um, his presentation at SDCC today. And him and Dan DiDio both were like, well, y'all weren't expecting that, were you? And their explanation for why the show is so... Angsty. Angsty and extreme was that they were trying to honor what Marv Wolfman and George Perez did in the comics to where they, to they pushed the... I guess the boundaries of quote unquote morality. Don't stand behind stuff. the shield of another creator. <laughs> we were trying to honor the spirit of Marvel. Don't make don't you use somebody else's name <laughs> as an excuse for your bullshit. Why like, are you this always is what, lying. <laughs> like we were using them as an inspiration. Lies. Like, like, oh my God. That's what like, they, that's I, what he said. I'm sorry. That's what that nigga said. <laughs> Lies. Um, and so when he announced his Star Girl show, he had to point out, yeah, no, this show is not going to be like Titans, the Star Girl show. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I, and my thing is, the Titans can be a little dark. It can have adult, certain adult themes, but it shouldn't. This doesn't. This just seems edgy. And yeah, very, you don't have to be. Of it. You don't have to be super violent and super. Like, like uh, with the profanity just to make your shit be serious and so people right. take notice of it. It doesn't have to be um, like that at all. Uh, and know. I feel like the profanity was like the thing that pushed everybody over the edge. Like, because like they don't, they don't drop too many... Did they ever drop an F-bomb in the Marvel Netflix shows? Um, a couple of times. A couple of times? Especially for like Punisher. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe... Um, Has yeah. Luke Cage ever dropped the F-bomb? Yes. You know Luke Luke doesn't curse himself. Not Luke himself, but other people in That's what I'm saying. I'm asking about Luke. No, Luke doesn't, he's the no lead. Luke doesn't yeah. drop F-bombs. Yeah, so well, why is Dick Grace, why is Richard, get, go wash your mouth out. With, I love the memes of people who found the, the Batman slap. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, fuck Batman. I fuck who? <laughs> <laughs> and there's another one somebody did um, is of Robin and Shazam standing next to each other and Robin says fuck Batman Shazam's like ooh <laughs> oh god <laughs> what is going on why so <laughs> a lot of people aren't gonna get the streaming service because they only wanted to get it for the new stuff since I'm getting it for the old stuff I guess I'll report back I'll watch the episode and let's see it, let y'all know if it's worth the damn or not is this like? Oh my! I just—I mean, I just remember myself watching it at work. You know when I should have been doing. You should have been doing some goddamn work. Listen, okay. What you're not gonna do is be. Which that. remind me, can I? I forgot. I need to watch that because you—you mentioned like is this gonna be the mutant X of the DC? And I was like, what's mutant X? And you explained it's a, it was a syndicated X Men show that wasn't an X Men show. I forgot to watch that trailer on my lunch break. Okay, don't worry. No, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna watch it later on today. I would like to see what that is. What is this mutant X thing? We've, we'll find You've out. never heard of mutant X? No, I've never heard of mutant X. Yeah. Is it live action or cartoon? Live action. Oh, what? If it was yeah. syndicated, this, this is like what two thousands, early two thousands, late nineties. Yeah, it was a syndicated show. It wasn't like you know, right on like your regular network television. It was just syndicated on different channels, which means it came on the CW on most <laughs> most areas. Like it played on like three o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Oh, oh gee, yes, wow. one of them. Okay, Lord Jesus. All right, well, 
Well, right now I'm very, I'm very apprehensive about this show. It seems like as if they've leaned too heavily on just basically the dark cheap. stuff from yeah, the, it's from just, like the Zack Snyder. They're being very cheap with it. It's just hey. We'll just be violent. We'll just have profanity. Um, we'll just show um, some extreme horror. And that's oh, even the sound people. editing was bad, dude. Like every like the lines were the the lines that were being read was just kind of just they were just that girl who's playing Raven. I'm sorry, Raven should have been. They should have tried to have a woman, uh, an actress of Middle Eastern descent. That's my that's my reasoning oh my because God. or at least Native American. They just got a random white girl. Is what you saying? Just, just, right, they did. And um, then she got I, that. Starf- I didn't care for Starfire's look. I mean, she. But even though she's the best looking character on the show, I, I like so, her. I like her look. I think it's. I like her. She the looks wig. like a streetwalker in a cheap. She has a cheap wig. I mean, she looked like it's like. Is this supposed to be Ken. Titans or is this? Pose? Why did they style her Ken. that Ken. way? Ken. Starfire is always kind of like she's, you know, collects change. Oh, so that means it's okay to no, put the she, black girl no, in that she, kind of outfit? Really? No, she's supposed oh. to look, No, she hasn't. She's supposed to have a certain innocence about her, though. Mm-hmm. That's the irony of Starfire. Like, she, she's not supposed to look like a streetwalker. She's supposed to look more like a valley girl. Oh. Uh. No. Interesting. No, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with styling um, a black woman. Well, I, any... but she, she got more clothes than the one in the comic. I will give her the. the yeah. they, they have her out there without her, you know, her um, her eyes and ends hanging. Yeah, out. she she's not. What what is it, Brandon? She's not breasting boobily around. <laughs> she, yeah, she's not breasting boobily all around the all the set. As she titted to her, her cue. <laughs> as she titties across the top back. <laughs> She doesn't, she's not all about that life. But I just, I'm upset because, because she's a black woman, right? And she styled she's that way. She's a beautiful black woman Exactly. Too. That's the thing. Out of this, out of the outfit, like in her regular look, her, the actress, she's beautiful. But they styled her in a way that, that is very, it just paints her in this sort of a light. And I, and I hate how people keep calling her a hooker. It pisses me off. What, uh, that, uh, some of that is racism. Let's be clear. Like the fact that she's black, she's gonna get like three times the um con- the uh the criticism if if it had been a white actress or even a lighter skinned actress of color. That's just be real. Like I at least we can talk about if we don't like it or we do like it, you know, and not insult the woman herself. A lot of people are insulting the woman herself because you know a lot of these um comic book fans or white nerds who've uh, touched themselves to pictures of Starfire for a very long time and now she's a negress they don't find her attractive anymore let's just be real about it I just um, yeah I've, I said my piece I just I don't like how they've they've styled her um, the, the the wig especially just the wig is the only part I don't like kills me like in in these oh. like some um a little bit more levels of variety like some like a like a highlight and a shadow it looks like it looks synthetic I know it is synthetic but it looks synthetic the wig it needs to be relaxed 
a little bit. Ne- oh! No, it's oh! Right. it's coming oh! off. It's coming oh! off. Right here, right here, right here. See, relax. You know what I mean. Right here. You know what I mean by relax. Hashtag Castle Ali. I just realized that <laughs> relax is a term for a sorry. I didn't mean. When, when, when your hair is relaxed, white people are relaxed. That's what he wants. <laughs> Make sure white people are relaxed. Relax the hair. Relax the racism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah okay okay but yeah the wig the terrible wig it's just it's getting it's really getting on my nerves um i have nothing to say getting about, on my nerves man i don't know about i have nothing to say about these boys except for what we just mentioned before raven i don't know it's just she's coming off like raven comes off especially towards the end more like a you know one of those creepy kids from the horror movies that we see she looks like enchantress jr from Suicide Squad. God, Jesus. Which was actually done well. You know this what? Looks like it was, this looks like it was Did done with say, somebody like... Enchantress Jr. If she starts... Oh, my chanting, God. I can't if, she, if she does her chance to <laughs> booty <laughs> hips with... Um, yeah. with and she does the, the, the Shakira moves uh, on the set. Man. <laughs> but no, if she had so that... If she, she doesn't look... This Raven doesn't look like she has that much rhythm. <laughs> Shakira Delavy, he barely had enough rhythm. This, this Raven. Ellie, Ellie, I mean, she looked like the wacky wavy man. At least. <laughs> <laughs> like she, I mean, she's possessed, so she's supposed to look a little off while doing it. Wanna... So I'll give her that. But I, don't, I just see her like going off, like you know, like I, don't, I don't know. I just don't see this Raven pulling it off. Yeah, we'll we'll see. they actually we'll see with all the DC's um, stuff they launch in August September, which probably means they launch in September. I'm calling it uh, now. It's not gonna be good. The price surprised me. The price is a little higher than I thought it was gonna be. It's seven ninety nine a month. I thought it was gonna be six because because <laughs> Boomerang is four. So I figured, but Boomerang has but they're not. But the bo- is Boomerang trying to give you new content? Yeah, they have new content. I don't like it. But they have no content. You want me to pay seven ninety nine? Is it you said? But do you think you get more for the DC universe? Yeah, you get more for DC universe, but I, I didn't. Think, I don't know if I feel like it's three dollars more. Let me tell you, the, oh, you you want me to pay seven ninety nine for old stuff? Well, they have a. Because Warner Brothers has Boomerang, they'll have DC Universe. They also have Filmstruck, which is Turner Classic Movies' streaming service. That one's six ninety nine. <sighs> And Turner Classic Movies don't show a shit that, it, that was made before 1980. That wasn't made before 1980, so, you know. Okay. Um, but then again, of course, everything on there is curated and buffed and shined in HD. Um, they're going to, you know, HD Batman and HD Wonder Woman. I don't know about the rest of Anything that doesn't exist in HD Masters already, I don't know what they're going to do with it. Fucking. So you can see all them botched... Bro- oh, never mind. Botched what? No, say it. I was going to say all those crotches and camel toes. Oh. <laughs> you may have somebody go in scene by scene. And depending on the scene, you know, put a little blur filter over some of that stuff, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> Warner Brothers actually, they have a very good, you know, like um, them and or their partners, they do a really good job of restoring old stuff because they have so much of it. They have to. Um, Family Matters looks good in HD. Um, Friends, of course, everybody raved about Friends being in HD. Like a whole entirely different show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Boomerang has episodes of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You in fucking HD, which those are actually too clean. 
I don't know how I feel watching old episodes of 1969, 1970 Scooby Doo, where they're going in and recolor corrected so that all the all the shots actually match. Now all the dust is gone. You can see exactly where the um the the painters was like fuck it, and then decide to color in the lines that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, but yeah, so it's seven ninety nine on DC for DC Universe, or seventy four dollars for the full year, and plus three extra months, and a contest to win tickets to go see Aquaman at the premiere. Okay. I don't know if I can do seventy four all at once, but I, I'll do seven ninety nine. Month to month. I'll, I'll give it a few months. Yeah, and if I don't like it, you know, drop it. Like a hot potato? Like a hot potato. Um, but yeah. Um, and, I, you know, a lot of people, like a lot of other groups and stuff like that, like, there's so much DC sucks stuff out there. And I know the movies are fucking awful. They were. Um, but they basically extended to, like, the whole, like, the comics suck. The TV shows all suck. The cartoons all suck. And this is like, my heart, what are y'all doing? My land. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, anything else, y'all, about any of this stuff? Just fix no, it, just- Jesus. <laughs> just, just stop I, for a second and just I only, fix I don't it. have faith in Jeff Johns anymore. Oh. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> At first, I'm like, I get the benefit of the doubt, but the, he, I, I don't know. I guess he didn't have a storyline of his own from Titans he could have used for the show, so he was just like, fuck it. Because you know that's all he does. Read he takes stuff. Yeah, he, well, you know, he's trying to get that separate check for adaptation. Yeah, like the Shazam movie. It's just everything, except he couldn't do it with Wonder Woman, but it was Wonder Woman, so that's still a big property. Well, you know you know what uh, happened with that? Since he was, at the time, the executive, uh, the president of D.C., he mm-hmm. couldn't take a writing credit, but he wrote a huge chunk of that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can sort of tell, actually. Like, you know, you can tell the parts that he wrote because it, it matches how he writes Wonder Woman in the comics. Mm-hmm. Like, all like the stuff. It's Eddie's. Eddie's is the reason why we're here. Yeah. <laughs> Like just do a get some oh. get some. But at least fans they say Zazie Beats is, is going to be in the is in talks to join the Joker movie. Yeah, she in talks. They got to make sure they sign that contract. Um, I learned what in talks mean when um my nigga Ron Stevens Jones didn't get to be the Wizard Shazam in the Shazam movie, and I got to settle for a two time Oscar nominee Jarman Hansu. You will, you will, <laughs> you will not, you will not. No. I will shut this shit down. I say that because. He's a great actor and everything, but I really wanted to see uh, Stoner K. Brown's dad and This Is Us playing the wizard. I really did. I was so excited. You will get your chance to see him in other things. Yes. He was great in This Is Us, and he will most surely get more roles in the future. He's on Luke Cage. He's good on that, too. He, um, you haven't seen Luke Cage, so, huh. okay. <laughs> okay, I guess will, he does. He will most surely get, <laughs> he will most surely get um, more things to do in the future. Yeah, that's the problem. He had a scheduling conflict. He was in too much stuff. So they, they couldn't. There you go. Um, so he's not he's not out here on the streets begging. He's getting roles like he ought to. Yeah, I I do appreciate it for one reason. A lot of people were sort of kind of mad that the wizard was black, even though they made him black in the New Fifty Two comics. So they made him blacker. Yeah, they made him blacker. 
But <laughs> Jamal Hansu is getting to the money, though. Listen. This, how are you going to be in both Captain Marvel movies? Yeah. And, yeah. and you end up in Aquaman. Yeah. And your film's coming out a month right. apart. I, yeah. yeah. And, you were in, and you were still a, a thing in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, listen, listen. She's getting to the money. Listen, so... Secure the bag. Secure the bag. And uh, <laughs> see, Aquaman playing the Fisherman King. And did you know that's all makeup? At least from the waist he, up? He must be an... He must be a... Uh, what's that country in Africa they say always trying to um, hit people up? Nigerian. Uh, a Ni- he's a Nigerian prince. Lord Jesus. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't write it. <laughs> Nigerian Prince Jamon Hansu. I don't know where that nigga's from. Let me find out right quick. Getting to he's the from, money. He's, from, he's from Benin or Benin. 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 Benin, thank you. So, uh, listen, I'm fucking up. <laughs> that's, that's what his alias says. Oh, <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, he's a he's a playing the fisherman king in Aquaman. That's all like He's in heavy makeup. I was like surprised. Like it's not CGI. It's CGI from the waist down because they had fish tails, but from the waist up, it's that's that's a prosthetics. It's him and um, Peter Safran, the producer, his wife. I forget her name. Let me find her name. But she's in there too, and she's also in Shazam. She's playing um, Dr. Savannah's wife, Venus. Well, mm-hmm. all of them, all of them look great. Get your money. Um, yeah, just. Keep on living your best life. Right. And if I'm anybody has anything else life. to say, if anybody has anything yeah. to say. Did, did you see, did anybody else see, like, so they put the Shazam article up on the um, thing. Did you see what, how they're bringing Savannah into this, this thing? Mm-mm. Apparently in this version, like, he got something by the wizard when he was a kid, but the wizard didn't pick him. And so he's grown up bitter and angry and trying to figure out how to steal magic for himself all his life. Which gives him a reason why he hates Billy Batson. Mm, mm, okay. <laughs> Not depressed? Fine. No. <laughs> okay. So scorn the kid. Okay. No, no it, it works though, because, you know, in the old comments, Savannah just hated Billy for no goddamn reason. Because he was a meddling kid. Because he was I a meddling mean, kid. <laughs> does, who doesn't hate meddling kids? Brandy, you don't even like kids. <laughs> don't say that. I like kids. I just don't like meddling kids. Okay. Like Damian Wayne. <laughs> but you out here, but you out here rooting rooting for the Scooby Gang, huh? And that damn dog. Okay, <laughs> sure. But yeah, so we'll see what happens with the stuff, and uh, we'll see how with the presentations uh, in Hall H and what these trailers look like. Um, well, it could be could be one of those things where, you know, um, uh, uh, through Billy Batson, you, the the characters around him. And Dr. Savannah, you know, and the audience by extension learn what it means to be a true hero. I mean, that's the whole point of the, that's so, the whole point of the story anyway. Yeah. Because he's gonna spend the first quarter, the first half of it acting a fool and trying to do dumb shit like Tom Hanks and Big. Um and well, he loses virginity like Tom Hanks and Big. Jesus Christ, I hope not. So they, I used to listen to a podcast that was doing like a uh, review. I think it was Film Snuff. They were reviewing Big, talking about how basically it's a, it's a tale about child molestation. Eh? Because in Big, after, you know, it's about a boy who wishes he could be big and the magic uh, wishing machine thinks that he they means, oh, so he turns to a 30-year-old. He turns to Tom Hanks. He's grown. And he gets a job at a toy company and everything and he ends up sleeping with the uh, one of the ladies who's an executive there. Who doesn't know that he's a kid? Okay. I can't wait for this movie to scare the shit out of you, Brandon. 
you're gonna sit in that theater and I'm I'm gonna I'm, run out angry. I'm, you you, you will hear me very angry on this podcast. You can be very angry, but you know what you're not gonna do is you're not gonna act up in these white people's theater. You will sit there polite <laughs> and you will sit there and you will watch until the very end. It sounds like abuse. I don't like it. Let's get out of here. Um so if you guys have enjoyed what you've heard, it's acting a fool for an hour and a half. You can go to SSMPodcast.com and find more. Um, hopefully, everybody's feet still works. Um, I don't know why, but every, it seems like every goddamn hacker on planet Earth or this one with a whole bunch of IPs has been trying to break into our shit. First of all, fuck y'all. Rotten hell. And so I've been, I've had to take up extra security measures and shit and learn, like, you know, hacking remediation. They're trying to use our shit to just to spam people with um, links to random ass websites and stuff. Like it was serious, and it happened twice within like three weeks. Stop it! Stop that! Yeah, it was some bullshit. That's bad. It got on my nerves. Um, but yeah, but go to SSMPodcast.com and find where you can find us on all social media under the handle at SSMPodcast. We're going to have a new number for the call-in line soon. As soon as I get that set up and figure out what that's going to be. Um, um, don't call the open anymore. Um, and if you would like to email us, you can email us at podcast at SSMPodcast.com. Um, until next time, regular shows will be back in August. Uh, by then, all this shit should be together and set up, and all my furniture should be in here. And I should be there. Yeah, we have we have to wait for Brandon to go through HGTV before we'll have a regular show again. <laughs> no, I, I just I just gotta get like all this stuff. Like, if you saw this apartment right now, Kendra, you would you would cuss me out from top to bottom. Sure, I wanted to curse you out when I was cuss him him right now. <laughs> I was like, why you gotta wait though? <laughs> I mean, when you when I was over there and you had all them wires, I'm, I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna go. Willie and Nilly. If I was another person, I would have I would have tripped and injured myself on purpose just to sue him. Just like a white woman, like that white woman <laughs> on Jimmy Fox. <laughs> so let's wrap this up. Folks. Yeah. Right, this, this has been the Say Something Nice podcast. I am Brandon. This is Ali. Chevelle. Oh Lord! What did you? What, um, which Marvel are you? Hmm. Which Marvel? I am Marvel. <laughs> nice. Shade. We'll see y'all next time. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.